Sukkah, Perik Dalad, Mishnah Yud, 410, the last of the Perik and the last on this topic. In the previous Mishnah, we had talked about the way the Nusach HaMayim, the water libation, was performed, and this Mishnah will discuss the changes that had to be made to do it on Shabbos. There are basically two issues that have to be addressed. The first is that one can't transfer items in the public domain on Shabbos, and therefore, unlike a normal day of Sukkot, they can't go the morning of to get the water from the Shiluach and bring it up because transferring the water through the public domain would be forbidden. It has to be gotten ahead of time. And the second issue is that when a anything that has goes into a klishares, a utensil that has been consecrated for use in the base of Mikdash, and that happens either originally from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu when he put he anointed them with Shemana Mishcha, a special oil to anoint them, those became consecrated. Since then, any utensil, when it's first, um, when it's used for the first time, it's called the chinuch of the kli. It's inauguration, so then it becomes invested with kedusha. And after that, all stuff that goes inside there is invested with kedusha saguf, intrinsic kedusha, to be used for sacrificial stuff um, like menachos, etc., or libations. Now. The rule is that anything that has Kedushas Aguf that should be gone to Mizbeach from the Klisharis that's left overnight, it becomes invalidated with the Psul, the invalidation of what's called Lina, left overnight, when dawn breaks at Alosa Shachar. So if one would go ahead of time and collect the water to be used in the Nisuch on the Friday, the problem is come Shabbos morning at Alosa Shachar, everything inside that Klisharis they, that consecrated utensil and um, would become invalid, and therefore one could not use it for the Nisach HaMayim. Therefore, you need to have a plan B, which is to collect the water and put it into a utensil which is not invested. Uh, it's not a klishar, it doesn't have kadusha, and therefore whatever stays inside of it doesn't um, get invalidated overnight, and therefore it can be used for Nisach HaMayim. And therefore the Mishnah says, The way the Nisach HaMayim was done during the week is the same on Shabbos, Ella, with the following exception. They would fill up on Erev Shabbos, on Friday morning, Zahav, a golden barrel, that, that the golden utensil, this barrel, was not um, consecrated, therefore it doesn't have the ability to invest the water with Kedusha Zagof, and therefore it won't become possible because of Lina. And they get that from the Shiluach, the water. They kept it overnight, meaning on like Friday night, let's call it, um, in a designated chamber for that water. And they use it the next morning. Nishpacha onizgalsa, if the water splashes out, and therefore you can't use it because it's now no longer available, it's, you know, down the on the floor. Oshnizgalsa, or the water was left um, exposed. Gilui is uh, left open. Um, so there's a general rule that wine or water that's left open and exposed, um, there's a concern that it could have been, you know, a snake could have gotten into it, it could have drunk from it. Um, and therefore, the rule is that anything that you can't serve to a, a king of flesh and blood, you can't serve on the Mizbeach, to Hashem. And you can't serve Mayim Magulim, water that was exposed, like wine that was exposed, left open and unattended, um, to a king of flesh and blood. Therefore, you can't serve it to Hashem. And therefore, if the water that was collected was left unattended and exposed, without a lid on top of it, so then it can't be used on the Mizbeach. Um, by the Halacha Really, Meikra Din nowadays, the halacha is that my Magulim, what it's left exposed, like uh, unattended, um, is actually technically um, permitted nowadays because we say 
where we live under normal circumstances, snakes aren't matzo. You don't find snakes in your house normally. Um, and therefore, if you happen to leave the water exposed, you could drink it afterwards. Um, although plenty of people are machmir on this. And obviously, if you live in, in Africa and there are snakes around, so then for sure, um, it wouldn't, uh, it would also be, be forbidden. In any case, um, back to this here. So what do you do if the water splashed on the ground or was left magula exposed? Then ha'imamalim and ha'kior. Instead, they would get the water from the kior. The kior was that wash basin that sat in the azara. Remember, it had this. It was like the muchni. It was like a, like a, like a, what's the word? Like a machine, for lack of a better term. Now, you could you could you could um, winch it up and put it back down again. So during the day, it was up, and the kohanim use it. It had like um, twelve spigots, spouts, and they could wash their hands and feet with it. At the end of the day, they would lower that kior, that wash basin, back down into the ground to like to the water table. And once something is is mechubar, it's attached back to the the ground, the water inside of the kior, connect to the water to the water table, at the bottom. So then um, it's it's impervious to becoming puzzle, but reattach the ground. So that's what they would do. Also, they would take the if they had a need for water to do the nisachamayim, and they couldn't use the water that was spilt or that was left open. So now, although it's not ideal because this water isn't as, you know, as um, sweet and clear as the shiluach water, but still, now they have some water. They, it's kosher to be used, and it's from natural natural spring water also, and therefore they would use the water from the kior um, to to uh, perform the chamaim. Because the rule is, shahayayin v'amayim hamagulin, if you have wine or water that was left exposed, psulin they are forbidden, they're not valid to be used um, in any activities on the mezbech, on the altar, as I described before. Now, um, just one um, so, small point, I described according to the Bartanura that if you leave anything inside the klisharis, it becomes puzzle invalidated. The truth is that the Rambam, who presumably the halacha follows, says that a klisharis, a consecrated utensil, doesn't invest what's inside of it with kedusha, um, shlomidas, if you don't want it to. Um, and therefore, um, according to that, if you put the, let's say, the water inside a klisharis and you stipulated this, it should not invest it with kedusha, then it wouldn't work. It wouldn't become consecrated and therefore wouldn't be susceptible to lina and therefore it shouldn't be a problem. And therefore the Ramam learned the Pshat and the Mishnah here is there's still a dindura banan, lest people, you know, mix things up, misunderstand, do things wrongly. And with that, we finish the fourth chapter of Sukkot, going to the fifth and final chapter, HaChalil, where we talk about the Simchas Beis HaShoeva.